With a busy summer moving ahead at full speed, I wanted to take a few minutes to break down some of the recent news from around the IUVA. Today, I'll be talking COVID-19 task force updates, UV solutions, IUVA updates, and young professionals announcements with Nathan Moore, who is the co-chair on the IUVA's Young Professionals Committee and part of our Wavelength team. I hope you enjoyed the special news roundup edition of Wavelength. Hello, Nathan. Nice to have you. Thanks, Michael. It's uh, it's kind of weird being um, sort of upfront on the show. I, I'm I'm used to hiding behind uh, you know the Zoom calls <laughs> and editing, sound editing. And yeah, the show yeah. Together. yeah. So it's uh, out of my comfort zone. We'll see. <laughs> Yeah, but today we're only going to have a conversation about the new topics of the IUVA and the developments of the task force and so. So this episode is going to be a little bit different and not really an interview, but more a conversation about the IUVA, young professionals, and what's coming up with the COVID-19 task force. Yeah, and the task force has, has been working on a disinfection procedure for the N95 mask. I think you know a bit more about that. Yeah, that's right. So I've been sitting in on on the uh, on the task force calls. The task force meets every week, um, and that's a collection of UV experts from various fields. You know, healthcare, um, water, uh, surface disinfection, uh, a bunch of fields, and from a few countries. And and yeah, so that's one of the focus areas: PPE disinfection, particularly um, N95 mask decontamination. The IUV organized an N95 mask decontamination webinar. And that was just like a Q&A with uh, professionals and the people using it, like healthcare workers or the public yeah. in general? Yeah, that started, it was, it started off with a few presentations. Um, so it was about four, four experts giving presentations on different fields. So there was an introduction to the virus, um, an introduction to the N95 masks, you know, you know the, the layers and, and how they filter out the virus, and then also UV yeah. for the virus. So what do we know about um, UV inactivating or UV being effective for decontaminating masks, but also does UV change the properties of the mask that, that make it fit the face less well or um, make it uh, less useful for, for filtering out the virus? Um, so just a, a general a general webinar uh, all about N95 masks and, and decontamination using UV and some other useful technologies. And have there been any conclusions as to how effective is it, it is for the coronavirus? The yeah, too. there have actually, and, and I would definitely recommend uh, for anyone interested going and watching the video of that webinar. There were um, a number of very useful points about UV for the virus, but also just general best practices for keeping N95 masks uh, safe, but also face masks in general. So I'm sure you've seen, you know, um, there's a big push in many countries to have, you know, citizens who find it hard to social distance, uh, getting yeah. them to wear masks. Um, maybe not surgical masks or N95 masks, but just, you know, cloth masks or, or whatever. A scar um, for anything that will do. Yeah, and uh, there were some some tips about keeping those masks safe as well. Um, so best best practices for, for avoiding contamination on those. Oh, okay. So like a homemade, homemade <laughs> exactly. disinfection. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, well, not, yeah, so homemade disinfection, not with UV, but uh, just other, <laughs> other in, in general. Um, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I, don't, I don't know, through heat or any other procedure. So, yeah, I, uh, the, the young professionals will post the video for that uh, to the website, or sorry, to our, uh, to our social media, and uh, we'll also post the slides so anyone who's interested can take a look. 
you also mentioned that the that there are some white papers that the task force is working on to be released probably soon. Yeah, that's right. Um, so you know, we talked about how you know this, this task force is, is focused on a number of different areas, all related to UV for this virus and um, to help in, in the pandemic. So the IUVA is currently working on several white papers, which are brief, high-level communications meant to provide guidance on specific topics. So there's a white paper on the dose response of SARS-CoV-2, um, a, a paper on the decontamination of PPE, especially N95 masks. Uh, there's one that is focusing on surface disinfection validation, so um, how to confirm or prove the efficacy of equipment that's meant to disinfect surfaces uh, against this virus. There's a UV 101 paper, and that's for people who are, are sort of entering this field for the first time and want to know more about the technology. And then also a safety of deep UV, uh, and that's UV at wavelengths less than 225 nanometers. So the IUVA is mostly taking the role of advising people how to deal with uh, UV that haven't been in contact with it previously before, or...? I think they're trying to address sort of all levels. So people who haven't uh, been exposed or been exposed to, you know, excuse the pun, but uh, been exposed <laughs> to UV before, uh, people who are just entering the field, but also, um, you know, manufacturers, researchers, regulators um, already exploring UV technologies, but who are looking for some more detailed information on, say, how this virus, this particular virus responds to UV. Um, I've heard this situation described as a bit of a wild west right now because there's a lot of information going around, some of it useful, some of it not useful. And so the IEVA is really trying to clear a lot of that up with these white papers, keeping them short and to the point. Yeah, right now every news connected to the virus spreads very fast, maybe if it's not even checked or mm -hmm. third checked. One other note on the N95 mask decontamination webinar. There was also a panel discussion at the end of the webinar, which generated a lot of audience questions that the panel couldn't get to live. And there was also a Q&A section. The COVID-19 task force is currently compiling answers to those questions and will release them via the IUVA website as soon as possible. Once all is done and finished, we will share it on our social media outlets. Uh, and uh, by the way, Nathan, I just read the new issue of UV Solutions, the IUVA's quarterly publication. Yeah, so uh, that's right. The second, uh, the second edition of UV Solutions should be up uh, online on the IUVA website uh, within the first week of June. And if you are uh, a subscriber of the magazine, you should receive your hard copy in the mail in uh, the second or third week of June. Yeah, and I've been, I've been going through the early draft and I saw there's a lot of uh, articles related to COVID-19 and also to surface disinfection. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. to be very prominent topics. I know that, um, well, of course, uh, there was a focus on trying to get information about, you know, uh, SARS-CoV-2 out there and UV for the virus. So I would imagine there's a, there's a pretty big focus on that. And also some safety information. Um, in, in this issue, and I think in the last issue of UV Solutions, there was a big focus on, on the safety of, of UVC. Yeah, and how to use it. But also there have been interesting articles on like cutting edge technology, like uh, UV LED and developments in the industry in general. Well, you mentioned um, that uh, one of the members of the Wavelength team, uh, Babak, had, had written an article. Is that right? Yeah, Babak Adeli wrote an article about the UV LEDs in the beverage and food industry and how okay. they might contribute over 
probably the next years. Yeah. So, and then I guess we should also mention that um, for anyone interested in submitting an article or content in general for UV Solutions, uh, the next edition, which is quarter three, uh, its submission deadline will be July 27th this year. And then quarter four, the final edition for 2020, uh, the submission deadline is October 26th. So again, for anyone interested in submitting content for UV Solutions, um, you know, be sure to get that in by those deadlines. And if you'd like more information, you can email the UV Solutions team find their information on the, on the IEVA website, or you can reach out to the uh, Young Professionals Committee for more information. I just wanted to give a couple of specifics on the current UV solutions. While COVID-19 and disinfection is definitely a focus area of this edition, there are also several great articles on other UV applications. Also, the Young Professionals feature heavily in this edition. Be sure to check out the COVID-19 article by Rich Simmons and the graphics by Sean McIsaac, designed to combat misinformation. You also have some further IUVA updates? Mm -hmm. So uh, one thing I thought uh, we should mention is that, um, so the IUVA forms task forces, which are groups of volunteers that work towards a specific goal. Uh, so an example is this current COVID-19 task force, which is uh, working with a mission to provide guidance on um, the use of UV to slow or stop the spread of, of SARS-CoV-2. Um, so, right, the IEVA forms these task forces, and they've recently updated their task force guidelines and, and the procedure for creating a task force. So any IEVA member can start a task force. Um, and um, if anyone is interested in doing that, again, head to the IEVA website because there are updated guidelines and, and protocols on how to do that. And there are a few very interesting task forces on the way. So, um, so also, if you're a young professional or researcher who wants to start a cooperation or a project with other people, it might be a good idea to start a task force and get the network doing that. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, particularly for YPs, uh, the YP committee offers support for anyone who wants to start a task force who has an idea for an initiative they think would be of value to public, IUVA members, or the IUVA itself. And regarding upcoming events or conferences by the IUVA, do you have any news for us? Or is there still uh, people are waiting to reschedule or mm -hmm. nothing sure? Um, so uh, unfortunately, there really isn't much news. Um, because of the pandemic, a couple of upcoming IUVA conferences had to be put on hold. And so that was um, ICULTA Berlin, which is a joint IUVA conference um, that was held, uh, scheduled to be in Europe, uh, held, in, held in Berlin, uh, actually in April. So that had to be put on hold. Also, uh, there were plans towards having a, an event in China at the end of this year. So that also had to be put on hold. Um, there haven't been any updates on, on when those might be rescheduled to, but they are still um, you know, in the works. Uh, they haven't been forgotten about. I mean, I can only speak for Germany, but probably within this year, there will not be any major conference. So maybe we have to wait until next year <laughs> to start. Before signing off, I wanted to give you a few young professional specific updates. The Young Professionals Committee of the IUVA is looking for several new volunteers. A communications and engagement coordinator, an America's conference coordinator, a technical communications coordinator, and an IUVA Asia representative. The Young Professionals Committee is also working with the Education Committee on a brand new initiative to develop and deliver online courses on UV technologies. 
The IUVA's Healthcare Associated Infection Task Force is also seeking YP volunteers. If you are interested in volunteering for any of these positions, send us an email at iuvayp at iuva.org or send us direct messages on Facebook, Twitter, or WeChat. Finally, the Wavelength team wanted to say huge congratulations to Mariana Lanzarini Lopez, Tara Randall, Ahmed Torzade, and Sujay Swain, who were the student award winners at the IUVA Americas conference. You can read more about their work in the latest UV solutions. Great job, guys. All right, that's it for today. Wavelength comes to you from the International Ultraviolet Association. The show is produced by Dana Pusti, Nathan Moore does our sound design, and our music is by Justin Dossett and Stephanie Gora of Almost Lovers. I'm Michael Hoffman. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode and keep checking out the podcast for more news from the UV world. Oh,